Okay, so today we're gonna talk about hiring. So let's file that under operations, okay? So it's not marketing, it's not pricing, it's really in the operations field. Now, the question that I get asked a lot is, when you're ready to hire, one, how do you know you're ready to hire, right? Number two, who do you hire first? And then number three, what do you pay them? All right, so those might seem like really logical first questions, but there's actually a hidden question that I want you to ask. And it's something that I have had to ask myself more recently that most people don't actually ask before they hire someone. And it goes back to what I always say, which is flip the question, what's the problem that you are actually trying to solve here? What results are you hoping to achieve? So if you tell me that you want to hire someone because you feel like you're spending too much time doing the administrative tasks or you feel like a junior associate could really help you with some of this workload that you have and you could bill for their time as well and therefore double your income or at least increase it if not double it or if you feel like you know you are looking for a paralegal to handle a lot of the admin legal tasks, then that could be some of the problems that you're hoping to solve. Now, one of the things that I find law firm owners don't ask, and I didn't even ask myself this, but when I did, it sort of hit me like a light bulb, right? So one of the things that I've had to ask myself is, not just what is the problem I'm hoping to solve, but also am I willing to take the time to train this person? Do I have the time to train this person? So when I actually asked that question, which by the way is the correct question to ask when you are hiring someone, it really makes the answer so much more clear. I've been hiring for years for law firms, right? Back when I was in-house counsel, um, close to decades so ago, when I was in-house counsel, you know, I was part of hiring and recruiting, not just for interns, but for other contract uh, attorneys that we could work with and for hiring, you know, other attorneys into our practice. Now, I've been involved in that process for a really long time. I can tell you that any new employee default, it will take them 90 days before they truly are onboarded, before they are truly like integrated to your practice, they're in your rhythm, you guys are synced. Assume a minimum of 90 days. In lucky situations, you might find someone where, you know, in 30 days, they're really comfortable. Most of the time though, it's going to be 90 days and I don't care what a recruiter says, I don't care what the hiring books say, I don't care about anything. In all reality, it's going to take 90 days. And the reason is because you're specific and you're particular and you do things your way. And I have myself tried to hire many, many times in past lives, in past careers, and it is so not easy. It takes a really long time to be able to effectively train someone. You can, you know, sort of, haphazardly garbage train them and then get mad every time they submit something to you and you're like you know what let me just fix it myself instead of having them fix it 
that's not effective training, right? And that is really not even a good use of your time and your energy. Okay, so going back to this original question of when do you hire, how do you know you're ready to hire, what do you pay them, right? If you come back to the real question here is do you have the time, the answer might be no. And if you don't have the time right now to effectively train someone, my answer is no, please don't hire them right now because you're better off doing that work yourself than you are taking on the stress of trying to hire and train and do everything else. Now, this is only in the case where you are gonna be responsible for the hiring, right? There's another question here and the real question is, are you even a good manager to hire someone do you want to be responsible for someone and are you going to be good at delegating work, right? So as attorneys, we're all a little control freaky, right? Like we like control over things. We're a little micromanagey as well, okay? Uh, I'm definitely there, so I'm not calling you out. I'm, I'm in this boat with you. The biggest realization that I had in this year was that I don't want any employees. I do not want to manage people. That is not an enjoyable experience for me. I have seen solo businesses become seven and eight figure earners with no employees. And that is honestly one of my goals, right? To be an eight figure business owner with no employees because I know it's totally possible and I just do not want to stress myself out trying to manage people and their workload and did this get done, did that not get done? That is not an enjoyable experience for me. So I'm very clear that as of right now, I will not be hiring employees and I might change my mind in a year or two years, but right now, as of this moment, I just do not wanna spend my time and my energy dedicated to training people. Number two, I really prefer working with contractors who have tons of experience and that experience I can leverage. So no, I don't have to train a contractor, right? If I'm hiring a graphic designer to do a logo, I'm just gonna send them a video on, hey, this is what I want, this is what I'm looking for, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, here it is, now send me what you have. I do the same with my websites, I do the same with the copy that's on my website, I do the same with, um, the experts that I use for my practice. I have a bookkeeper, I have an accountant, I have um, a chief marketing officer, I have a part-time CFO, I have a CEO. So I have all these people in play, right? And, and I use them strategically. They are contractors, they are outsourced contractors. I am not interested in working with you know, people who I have to train, right? And it could be that that's the case for you as well. Maybe you choose to just use different paralegal firms. Maybe you have an outsourced um, admin firm where there's seven admins who are always available to do things for you, just like there are, you know, these phone reception companies. I don't know what the case is for you, but I want you to start thinking outside of the box just a little bit, okay? Because the traditional law firm model is you hire staff. And maybe for you, staff is not the right solution. Maybe you like working with contractors. Maybe you're willing to pay 40 bucks an hour to be guaranteed that the work is gonna get done rather than dealing with someone at 20 bucks an hour whose work you will have to check and double check and then ultimately have to do yourself. So 
I absolutely did want to mention that at the beginning. Now, if you do find yourself in a more of a traditional law firm model, why? And also, that's totally okay. Um, you can hire people. The one thing I always say is you'll know you're ready to hire based on your numbers. So never ever hire when you are desperate because you will make the wrong hiring decision and you will shoot yourself in the foot and then you're gonna come back and listen to this and I'm gonna be like, yep, I told you so. So do not hire when you are desperate and don't hire when you don't have at least a six month surplus in your bank of their salary. So if their salary is gonna be $4,000 a month, multiply that by six, that's $24,000. Do not hire until you have at least an extra $24,000 in your bank account because this is what I see law firm owners doing all the time. They get a little bit of money. Maybe they closed a big case. Maybe they had three new clients come in that month. Now they've got all this workload and now they're like, yes, I'm gonna hire someone to help me do these things because I don't wanna do them. And then you know what ends up happening? They can't afford them after a couple months. They're asking the question of, do I, do I pay you or do I pay myself? Like, to, or do I pay the bills? Like you get in that kind of a Russian roulette conversation. And I don't think that that's a particularly useful conversation to be in because that is gonna constantly make you feel like you're taking one step forward and 10 steps backward as a law firm owner. And I don't want you to be in that position. I would rather you know what you're getting yourself into, be prepared for it. Even if the market tanks, you're still good because you have a six month reserve of that person's salary. Now, most people would not recommend this because they believe that you should hire and then start billing for them and you're gonna be saving all of your time if you have this additional person and they're gonna tell you all the reasons why you should hire. But again, I've told you all this many times, poke holes in the argument. Who is saying it? Who's benefiting from it? And is it truly going to benefit you, right? I think that that might do more harm than it would good for your business, especially if you're not clear on who you're hiring and why you're hiring them and what benefit you're truly gonna get from them and do you have time to even train them, right? So think about all of this and if you still have questions on hiring, there will be more episodes on it, uh, let me know. You're welcome to reach out to me. All my contact information is in the details and I will uh, talk to you guys next week. Bye.